Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn. Welcome back to Untorn. It's been a few months since we've done the podcast here from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming at you live. It's good to be with you guys. Welcome aboard. Uh, those of you who are watching over on Facebook Live, uh, thanks for tuning in. Those of you who are listening or will listen to this podcast, I uh, hope and pray that you find that this time is a time that encourages you, uh, that it, it ultimately uh, builds you up, and uh, guess what? We're back. It's been a little while since we've had the chance to go live in this situation, and uh, there's been a lot of things that have transpired over the last couple months. Uh, it has been uh, a busy summer. Uh, needless to say, I was involved in a few different camps around the Northeast, a couple in, uh, one in New Hampshire, one in New York, a couple in New York, rather, a couple in Pennsylvania, and then one down in Virginia. It is so cool to see so many familiar faces jump in and over on the uh, Facebook side of things. Welcome, James. I, I see that you're there. Amanda, welcome. Um, on top of it all, uh, we go through hurt, we go through pain, and the season that I'm coming out of this summer has not only been a busy one, but it's also been one where uh, I lost a loved one here on planet Earth. Uh, my dad went to be with the Lord. My dad has stepped off of planet earth uh and he is now uh with jesus and um that has been a a time of um walking through whatever new normal that's going to be and as i think about my dad and how he is spending now eternity with the lord and what life looks like after planet earth uh i can't help but think what does it mean to be qualified? I, I can't tell you how many times in my life I feel so unqualified for different things that I had the chance to be a part of. Whether it's uh, camp, whether it's speaking, whether it's involvement in uh, dad activities with my kids or husband activities with my wife, uh, the whole idea of feeling unqualified just continues to permeate within my mindset and it it takes it takes a lot of um, retraining of the brain and leaning into God's truth uh, when I'm going through those seasons of life and I, again I don't know if you can relate to that or not but we're going to look at over the course of this month in September in our time together we're going to look at what it means to be qualified um, because all too often we feel like I feel like I have to get myself cleaned up before I can encounter the loving nature of a God who loves me, a God who wants to be close 
with me, a God who wants to interact with me. So uh, that's what we're looking at tonight. That's what we're starting off with this evening. And in the midst of me feeling unqualified and walking down the road of shame and ongoing guilt, it's important to remember uh, that those feelings don't dictate the reality of what God sees in me. And those things don't dictate in who you are called to be. You're made for more. I am made for more. And I, again, I say this often in this podcast, or at least I have in the past. I haven't over the course of the last couple of months because of the whole camp season thing. But in the process of being made for more, the more that you are made for and the more that I am made for is one that we have to simply come and say, I am going to submit to everything that the Lord has for me as opposed to ultimately trying to do it myself. Pride, shame, whatever the case may be, says I have to figure it out myself. Whereas God says, you know what? Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I am going to give you rest. And it's in that rest that I want to find my identity. And it's in that rest that I hope that you find your identity as well. So welcome aboard. It's good to be with you guys. It's so awesome to be back. Lots of stuff happening. I'm sure that you can relate to in your own world. Uh, Some people that are watching that are part of this broadcast have gotten married. Congratulations uh, to those of you. You know who I'm talking to. Uh, That's awesome that you are are now married and and living life uh, in the next chapter. Uh, So cool. Pray that God would continue to uh, be the author of your story. And as we uh, tonight uh, talk about being qualified, I also pray and hope that God is the author of each and every one of your stories, those of you who are tuned in uh, tonight. Again, good to be with you guys. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to dive into 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and we're going to look at and read uh, verses 4 through or check that, verses 5 through 12 tonight, about what it means to be qualified. God, thank you tonight that we don't have to work for your grace. We only need to respond to it. Thank you, God. Same thing with your love and your mercy. That in a world where we feel like we need to work at being qualified, it doesn't have to be that way with you. And so, Lord, I pray that wherever each one of us is at tonight, those that are watching, those that are listening, those that are part of this broadcast, Lord, I pray that this would be a time where there are words of life that are ushered in and we can sense and feel uh, your presence and your Holy Spirit across uh, the airwaves of the internet as we talk this evening. And may you get all the glory for it. Lord, I thank you for this time again, and I thank you for the opportunity to read your word and to digest it and to allow it to uh, really shape who I am and shape who each and every one of us ultimately is in you. Thanks, God. It's in your name I pray. Amen. So, my friends, tonight this is the reading of the word of God of God out of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 5 through 20. Check this out. It reads as follows in the New Living Translation. You see, We don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, 
Let there be light in the darkness has made this light shine in our hearts so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. We now have this light shining in our hearts that we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God and not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but not abandoned by God. We are knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under the constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. It's a reading of God's word. Thanks be to God Almighty for his words of life that speak truth to us and not only speak truth to us and life to us, but speak application to us in all sorts of life situations that we are going through. There's four things I want to highlight out of this passage as it pertains to being qualified and what it looks like. First one is this. You have at the opening on the onset of this passage in verse 5, this whole idea of preaching, of sharing the story, of ultimately connecting with others and uh, declaring what God's saving grace looks like in the midst of my broken nature, or in this context, in Paul's broken nature. That's why he's writing about this whole idea of preaching. And it's it's something worthwhile to say that we have the opportunity to partner and be in with God in the midst of his work. And, and I love the fact that he wants to partner with you and partner with me. And it doesn't always mean preaching through the reading of God's word or the, or the sharing of words, sometimes the best sermons out there are the ones where our life example simply declares and points to one who is greater than who we are. I hope that makes sense to you because I want the testimony of my life and I hope and pray that you desire the story of your life to point to greater things than what you can produce in and of yourself. It says here in verse 6, in ourselves, we are, uh, we are nothing, or rather, I'm, I'm saying that, but in verse 6, it says, it says this, the light shines in our hearts so we could know the glory of God. Uh, the glory of God comes in you and in me in this light, and we are able to declare and preach uh, through our life actions and through our story and through um, our ways of life only because of the light that has been shown. Uh, outwardly, we are different, um, and inwardly, uh, inwardly, what, what takes place is God's presence inside of you, inside of me, that's at work, living in such a way so that I am transformed and you are transformed and that we are not the same ever again. That's what it means to have a lifestyle that is preaching and living differently. And that is why we need to live in such a way that is different so that my life, so that your life can point to the greatness of who God is even in the midst of the brokenness that we walk through in this life. 
in ourselves, we can't do it. By ourselves, we can't do it. But it is his light that shines in our hearts so that we can ultimately glorify God. Again, as it says there in verse 6. And so I want to encourage you to understand that preaching is not just found and rooted in fancy words. It's not just found in 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 putting together uh, something extravagant on the outside. I mean, you, you see here in verse 5, Paul says, hey, we preach that Jesus is Lord and and we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. They don't preach about themselves. They preach ultimately about who God is and they want to ultimately have their life story point to the greatness of who God is because it is not in and of themselves. It is the light of life that is inside of them that is moving and transforming. That's huge and that's awesome. And that leads to point number two, light. Not just preaching, but also this whole idea of what the light is. It says in verse 7, Shining in our hearts, our great power is from God, not from ourselves. Light inside comes from the power source in how we live on the outside. It reveals it. And so the question becomes, who or what are you living for? Who or what am I living for? And I do ask that question on occasion in the midst of this untorn podcast as we talk about victory uh, over uh, over the life of this podcast. We've been looking at victory. We've been looking at what it means to not be a victim under our circumstances, but certainly uh, this whole idea of being qualified. What qualifies me is nothing that I've done. I can't pull out some sort of resume and try to impress God by what I've done. But it comes back to his light. And the light comes from the power source, which uh, is called the Holy Spirit. Now, some of you might not know what's this Holy Spirit thing about. Jay, what do you mean by that? It just means ultimately being in love with who God is in the presence of today. And walking in that and living in that and allowing that to be part of who you are each and every day. Not just for the moment and then it's gone later. It's meant, again, to be this ongoing thing. In front of me, I've got my phone, I've got my iPad, I've got my computer that is recording this and is going to put it on the uh, website. And it's also connected live to the website. You're watching live. For those of you who are on the Facebook side of things, the six, seven of you that are bouncing in and out of here, uh, you're, you're watching live. Thanks for being part of this. This is awesome. But what makes my phone be able to capture the video and my iPad not die and my computer to continue to keep running is the power source that is within it. It's a battery in my phone. It's a battery in my iPad that does need charging pretty much every night. And the battery in my laptop that needed to be charged even to do this broadcast in the first place. What I'm, what I'm getting at is... I can only sustain a charge in and of myself for a while because ultimately that charge is going to wear out. That charge is going to die off. And we need to stay plugged into the power source of this light in order to grow in the qualification of who God wants to make you 
and myself to be. See, we can pull out the resume before God and say, hey, look at all my accomplishments. Look at what I did. We could pull out that checklist. But when push comes to shove, what really matters more than anything else is God saying, no, it doesn't matter what you've done here. It's what I've done in the midst of your brokenness to make you qualified, to make you great. It's not you, Jay Trainer, that makes you great. It is me that makes your situation great, even in the midst of your brokenness. So we have this whole idea of preaching, of outward expression, of outward living, as this passage talks about in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Not only that, but it comes from the light, the presence of God inside our hearts, in our lives, as we spend time with him. And that ultimately comes back to the power source. And that is the third point that we're looking at tonight. Uh, this whole idea of power. Power happens uh, through, through suffering. Power happens through presence and connection and vulnerability and intimacy, closeness of heart with the Lord. As it says in verse 10, it is through suffering, dot, dot, dot. It is through suffering we continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be revealed. Nowhere does it say that life is going to get easy. And if you've been told that, if you've been sold that, that is just a flat out lie. It is not true. And I can't express that enough for you. I've shared that before in previous seasons of Untorn. In fact, I believe I shared it in the spring. The reason that trouble hits us is because the Lord trusts myself. He trusts you to respond accordingly, to lean into Jesus in the midst of the difficulty. It's the evidence or proof of the power that's shown off. What's happening on the inside of you? What's happening on the inside of me? We have to continue to look in the mirror, so to speak, and ask those questions on occasion and simply say, Lord, what do you see inside my heart? Is the power that's at work inside something that I've tried to develop and churn over, or is it something, God, that you are establishing within me? Because it's in that power that allows each one of us to be qualified. So we have this whole idea of preaching, of light, of power, and a verse that we just talked about, verse 10, is this death and life aspect of things. God's power will draw people in that you don't always agree with. In fact, uh, sometimes God's power is going to be imitated by others. Others are going to try and copycat it. And it can't be imitated. It can't be copycatted by anybody. And so the last thing that we're looking at tonight is life in the midst of death. Verse 12 talks about how the threat is real. We will face opposition, and sometimes it comes each and every day. It's not easy. Sometimes we go through a season that is absolutely destructive and tears us down and hurts like crazy on the inside. In some cases, at least in in my dad's situation, 
for the obstacles that we've faced, it was his physical death. And sometimes obstacles that come will cost you something. It may cost you your life. But when it comes to this stuff, when it comes to this element of conviction, we need we need to end our old ways of life that hold us back in bondage and in brokenness and have it replaced with his new ways. Because his ways, God's ways, lead to life. Matthew 7 talks about how narrow is the way. Narrow is the road that leads to life. For wide is the road and wide is the pathway. Wide is the gate that leads to destruction. What does that accomplish? Not much. And you might think that it comes down to being good or even being great. And you might be crazy good at some things or pretty awesome at other things. But when push comes to shove, my friends, the thing that makes you qualified in part one of this series through your words that you share, through your life story, through the light that's happening inside of you, through the power that you're plugged into, and the life and death that ultimately we walk through, it comes back to Jesus and walking in that reality. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. That's what it comes down to. I can't make myself qualified. I try to, in my flesh, I try to make myself better than what I really am. But again, it just, it, I, I can't accomplish it. I can't do it. I need him to work inside of me. Because it is his desire to establish his presence even deeper in my life. Thank you for being part of this broadcast. This is our first time back in several months. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for uh, sticking with me. Uh, for the several of you that have tuned in tonight, uh, it is, it's good to be back with you. Uh, can't wait to see what lies ahead. Don't forget, you can check out our app that is available for iOS and Google uh, Android <laughs> Uh, devices. You can go on your respective app store and download Infusion Now, I-N-F-U-Z-I-O-N, Now, and uh, that will that's a Bible engagement app. I'm going to actually post uh, the audio version of this over on the app in uh, tomorrow. Uh, but again, it's an honor and a privilege, and I hope and pray that you have found uh, comfort in the words that have been shared tonight. I want to take a moment and say thank you, and God bless you. You've been watching or listening to Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. Stay plugged into his preaching, uh, his light, the power source that is at work inside of you, his life in the midst of our deadly experiences. God bless you, my friends. We'll see you next time right here on Untorn.net.
Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.